Do you or someone you know struggle with anxiety? Do you know that taking a big glass of water and (sighs) gargling, yes, gargling, may help ease that feeling of anxiety and maybe, just maybe, might make your brain Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Dr. Chris Lee is the founder and CEO of Elemental Shift, a neuroscience-based consulting company educating on brain-based creativity, productivity, motivation, and research-based strategy for a healthy mindset. Dr. Chris has consulted with eight-figure stockbrokers on Wall Street to technology companies in California using custom biometric and neurofeedback data to build more resilient companies from the inside out. And he says... He says gargling (laughs) helps you with anxiety. So inside of your brain, you have a couple of different sections of the mind fraction through your nervous system. One of them is the autonomic nervous system, which typically runs automatically. It's kind of a misnomer because there's portions of it that we can actually control. But there's two branches of that, what I want to specifically talk about, which is going to be the sympathetic branch and the parasympathetic branch. Sympathetic branch is what gets turned on when there's stress. And that stress can be typically like, oh, something is like threatening the meat suit that I'm like inside of. And like the ejection of the soul from the meat suit is bad. Want to like stay like alive as much as possible, right? Luckily for us, evolution gave us this frontal cortex and the ability to remember those events, even if Mm. they were socially harming, right? Mm. And now we can trigger that same fight or flight freeze mechanism just through thought alone. Yep. So cool, right? And this is what mental health is. It is the one of the only uh, positive feedback loops in the body. So everything else is a negative feedback loop. And a negative feedback loop is there's a fire, water on the fire, fire goes out. Mind is like a positive feedback loop. Like the more you think about it, the worse it gets, which is like, all right, that's good for everybody. And I think everybody's probably experiencing that to a degree right now. So there's actually ways that you can start to hack into it. I don't really love the word hack because it's like a shortcut. There's no shortcuts to like mental health as I'm sure everybody's found out. There's no magic pill. There's no soap bullets, no hanging yourself from your feet from the rafters and pretend to be a vampire. There's like things that work better, but it's progress, right? Because mental health at its core is a learned behavior, right? We learn how to experience that, right? But it's passive learning. It doesn't require any action, but to get out of that hole, it does. So one of the things that we're going to talk about is polyvagal theory, which we started off in 1969. We've moved it all the way through here. The doctor you want to look up, his name is Dr. Porges. Um, but essentially what it says is that there is a long wandering nerve that we call the vagal nerve. Vagal nerve goes from your brain, goes, wraps around your heart, goes through your diaphragm, connects to your gut. And it's a really cool uh, piece of machinery because it is 80% feeding information from the body to the brain. And we have a lot of control over the body, right? And one of the primary things that we Mm. can control of that autonomic branch is how we breathe and how we ingest food. One of the primary places that this nerve goes is down through the throat and it begins to innervate different constriction and relaxing muscles in the throat. 
So if you are like stuck, like anxiety, depression, like just like can't get yourself like up out of the hole, you're stuck in an emotion or you're stuck in the past, stuck in the future, you're worrying about something, do me a solid and just get some water and just be that guy or girl that's gargling water and tell me how you feel. Like I have an Instagram that is full of messages. I shared this thing like a long time ago. That's just like, I still gargle water every day. That's just like, I, when I get overwhelmed, I gargle water. When I do this, I You're joking. Water. No, I, I try it. Like I try it right now. If I didn't have hot coffee in this cup, I'd just be like, and like showing you. It's like, so, see, this is why neuroscience is so cool. Now it is no secret around here that your girl has some crazy anxiety. So Dr. Chris is telling me that if I, I gargle, that'll help. Give it a try. So th this is what's really cool about some of these protocols. And this is what like one of my colleagues, his name is Andrew Kuberman, amazing human being. His life now is building protocols that are basically like this area, your brain's turned off. That means it's going to turn on anxiety. We need to turn this area back on. And here's the set of sequences that you can do. He talks about dopamine a lot. Really, really awesome, dude. And there's other cool tricks and tips that you can do as well. So like one of the fastest pathways for this, when you get stressed out, your eyes converge. Right? right. So they right. focus and they fixate. And people tend to get tension headaches from that. People that have anxiety, like are really like stimulated over, over time. So their eyes start to create these tension headaches. If you start to watch a sunrise and watch a sunset every day, that diversion that you start to create, that relaxed feeling is actually going to signal your eyes to tell your brain, which is a very fast pathway. One of the fastest pathways is like the optic nerve telling the brain, hey, we're not threatened. So your eyes tell your brain this signal, right? But you can also influence the way that you're looking at things, right? So right now, like I'm looking at your face, mm -hmm. but I'm also in my office. So if I like create this gazed effect and I try to look at both walls at the same time, my eyes relax. And that sense of relaxation also will help a ton with anxiety. I've, I've never heard of this and I've heard a lot of stuff. Um, it's just crazy to me how much our physical being... <laughs> The things that we physically do with our bodies can have such an impact on our mental health. Yeah. So the other one real quick, I know like we're like, we're just ripping through this toolbox. What I would tell people is to find the thing that's working for you right now and stick with it. Like if that one thing Mom. works for you, like go bananas. Like if you have an entire toolbox, but like you can't even build a birdhouse, like you're not really a master carpenter, right? Versus <sighs> if I give a master carpenter, a hammer and a screwdriver and some wood, like Homeboy's gonna like build us out a castle because right? he is the master of those utilities. So the last thing that I will tell you is if you become a master of breathing ratios, you are gonna be so on your way. Mm -hmm. So when you get stressed out, and let's just use running for an example, you're like <laughs> right? right. So you, right. you typically have like a very sharp inhale, exhale, inhale, right. exhale. Right. Turns out specific baroreceptors, which are press pressure receptors in your chest can directly influence the stimulation of that sympathetic chain. The more stimulated, the more stressed. So you can change the way that you're breathing to actually cause a state of relaxation. So let's just say you breathe in for four seconds, breathe out for two times that length. It'll mm. turn on this relaxation mechanism, right? Mm. Bonus points. If you know any yoga and you can do an Ushayibra breath, which is kind of like constricting some of like the, the vessels and like the nose and the, the mouth. So it's kind of like forcing it through, um, mm. in a different way. So if you've ever like heard anybody do that, I, I don't know. I'm definitely not a yogi. 
Um, but that type of breath, but that one to two ratio, right, is really, really important. So if you do that for a few minutes too, down-regulate the nervous system. And it's not going to make the problem go away. It changes the environment that you're perceiving the problem mm-hmm. in now. And that's where you reframe. So I mm-hmm. always tell people, regulate before you reframe, right? Because if you try to reframe or if you try to do like cognitive behavioral therapy while a person's still stressed, well, you're doing therapy while they're running from a bear. And it's 100%. not going to really work super, super effectively. Instead, let's try to reframe while we're watching like a sunset sipping on pina coladas. Like that's a place that I can do some dirty work. Double down on what's working and be a master in one thing. Okay. So if I want to be a master gargler, what are the steps here? How do I gargle? the best. Yeah. So basically I would try to do it for about 30 seconds and I would do it just room temperature water. Okay. Right. And if you can do it it a couple times per day, it'd be great. But I know people that have had just like nasty panic attacks, like PTSD people that have had panic attacks and like they, they, they just seize up, right? Like everything kind of constricts in, which is another portion of like the sympathetic nervous system, that stress nervous system causes like ventral constriction. Right. So like the ventral, the front, everything starts to come in. You can also do like poses that will start to create like extension. So like pulling your shoulders back will allow you to breathe differently, which will change the state that your brain is perceiving your body. So it's not as big of a threat, right? Like very small things. So if you're going to do it, I would do it, you know, in the morning time when you're stressed and before bedtime, like before bedtime, like it's like a, oh, huh, cool. Like nice, like little relaxing thing. And I'm guessing it's because the water's hitting that nerve you just told us about in the neck yeah. and somehow maybe massaging it or something. That's it. That's what it is. So the, the muscles that are innervating there, you're turning them on, right? So when it's being activated, it creates that sense of stimulation. We would call it an increase in vagal tone. So it's kind of like strucking like that guitar string and it has an upward effect. So if we know that 80% of the information that this vagal nerve is sending is going up, I'm going to influence the signal that it's sending up, right? So this is kind of like the parasympathetic chain. This is why forever when people get stressed, we have tried to feed them same mechanism, right? Just without all of like, you know, some of the the challenges that people might have um, with food. So you can kind of use this same mechanism. Make sure you connect with Dr. Chris at drchrisley.com. That is linked in the show notes. He also has a super cool program called Wired for Worthy. Isn't that the coolest title? Listen, if somebody in your life recently shared with you that they struggle with anxiety, please share this episode with them. I know it's going to encourage them a lot. But before we go, I had to ask Dr. Chris, anything else? This is where people need to understand that your emotions are non-biased. Like they don't have a good or bad until you make them good or bad. And if you don't make them good or bad, passive nervous system is survival mechanism, right? So they will get turned bad over time that will become an identity, right? That identity is going to create a lot of downhill strife. So if you suppress or depress those emotions over time, they don't go away, right? They just grow underneath the surface. So what I would say is start to look deeper at the emotions that you're experiencing on a daily basis. And if you're wanting to change the way that you're feeling, do some regulation techniques and then start to do that unpacking, then bust out the journal, then call grandma, then go to therapy. So things like that. Your emotions are unbiased. We make them good or bad. Did you gain an extra tool today for your tool belt? I know I did. It's gargling, y'all. Listen, whether it is using morning pages to create a stream of consciousness, cooling your brain 
with yawning or gargling to ease your anxiety. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.